Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, the Dental Advice Show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, as we were getting ready to start recording here, I asked uh, how your surgery went. And you did uh, you did a real fucking nerd move. You went, well, actually, uh, it's well, not really a surgery. It was a procedure. Yeah. There was no blood. There was no cutting. Well, actually... So, well, actually, tell me, well, actually, what that, yeah. What did, how did it go? What did you have done? So, cardioversion is, um, you know, when you take your CPR training and they, t- you, you're required to learn how to use the AED. Essentially, that was what I had done, um, but I guess it's traumatic enough that you shouldn't be awake for it. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I wasn't, I guess. Reasonable. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, we went into the, um, the hospital, uh, the, they got the Rona system down. I mean, we had to go through the front desk check and they escorted me to the proper place, uh, sat me down in the room and, uh, had to put on the gown and then they said, Oh, we probably should have told you to sh- shave your chest. So then they had to get the razor and I uh, got in a big old square. And how, how many of them did they, did you go through before they could actually get through that? That uh, They used the electric. It was like going to the barber and just buzzing a big square patch. Like while you're doing it, could you, uh, yeah, give me a little trim up downstairs. Yeah. Do a landscaping while you're at it. And, um, it, it was interesting. They had a the the drugs itself wasn't administered by an anesthesiologist or anything. It was a pharmacist. So um, they came in and hooked me up with the IV and everything to make sure. And, and they had to keep reminding, "Do you know who you are and why you're here?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not a confused homeless man that just walked in." So um, it was it was interesting in that um, when they finally uh, sat me back. They had, um, there's just a whole bunch of people in the room. The, I, I finally got introduced to my cardiologist. Uh, <laughs> I'd only been seeing, you know, nurses, assistants and, and, uh, PAs and all that kind of stuff. But, um, he comes in and, uh, as they let me back, I'm only seeing kind of, I can't see everything that's going on around me. I just, see, I can tell that there's like seven or eight people in the room and just, but shadows, I'm seeing shadows more than anything. And, uh, they lean me back and they they say, "Oh, you're still kind of awake. You're you're still." I'm like, "Yeah." And I see this this thing on the wall, some missing paint chips, and I'm staring at it. And I said, "Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm starting to feel it now." And then next thing I know, it, it's 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 a half hour later, and it wasn't like I got drugs. Then I had a window of dreamlike state, and I was having weird dreams or anything. It's like literally they turned the switch off. And or back on. It was just instantly. It's thirty minutes later, and I said, uh, "Hey, were my eyes open the whole time?" And like, "Oh yeah, you seemed like a zombie." It was just that. wow. And I'm like, man, it was it was quite the quite the experience. Just in the fact that it it was like literally just instantly. I'm thirty minutes ahead. So it was propofol. No, it was uh, Ben. I need to find out exactly what it was. I, I was expecting yeah. propofol. Okay, and uh, they said, "Oh, this is this is better." It's, you know, after Michael Jackson, I don't think anybody wants to be administering that anymore. So, I think a lot of people use propofol as their <laughs> yeah, that was as their uh, uh, non-conscious or uh, it was a very common drug yeah, conscious IV sedation. Yeah. So everybody else was out of the room. Holly was in the corner, and uh, nurse was typing away her chart notes. And I'm like, "Oh, is it over?" They're like, yeah, it's been over for like a half hour. I'm like, oh. So apparently they shocked me several times. They went all the way as far as it would go. And it just didn't Crank work. it up to 11. That's what I said. I said, well, did they try 11? And she, Holly's like, well, he said, I gave it, a, gave it all she's got. And uh, it didn't work. 
So I'm like, well, okay, great. Uh, I guess I'm not a candidate for ablation. Uh, the cardioversion didn't work. A pacemaker isn't the right treatment. So I guess I get to take meds forever. Uh, they changed me to, uh, got me off the beta blockers and put me on calcium channel blockers. Because I swear to God, uh, with the beta blockers, just going up a flight of stairs, I, I just couldn't. It wasn't like, just run through it and, and you'll get your endurance. It's like, no, just going upstairs, I, I have to stop. If I went to go get the mail, I need to pause like four times. So I said, this this is miserable. But the calcium channel blockers, the within a day of switching to that, I'm sprinting up chair the stairs going, woohoo, look at me. I can not get winded <laughs> now you're going to get uh, uh gingival hyperplasia on that uh, calcium channel blocker awesome it's about the only thing i remember about that shit yeah yeah i, I accused one person or i thought oh do you have epileptic seizures thinking you know dil- dilantin hyperplasia and he's like no that's how i learned that calcium channel blockers do it too <laughs> i don't remember dilantin i just remember calcium channel blockers. oh really yeah yeah i when i first bought my laser 20 years ago, I had a guy with huge dilant and hyperplasia and just lasered the shit out of that and trimmed it right up. And he just uh, comes in or for what for years. He came in every couple just of years. to get touched right? like haircuts? Just about. Just about. And I said, just plan on this forever. He said, every three to five years, we'll trim him back. Sweet. We'll Sweet. leave it well, short on the sides, but long in the back. <laughs> <laughs> mullet gums <laughs> i see that a lot actually where people like crown lengthening in the front and didn't have anything done in the back and it's sort of the mullet of of, uh-huh. of gingiva display that's uh, very, we're glad very we're, like it yeah yeah we're glad you're still here we're glad i'm i'm really glad that i didn't have to do double work last week and do a memorial episode yeah yeah because uh, your birthday episode was was a big pain in the ass and so <laughs> memorial i just feel like would be sounds really real real deal breaker yeah. um so no, that that's uh, I I knew you were going to be fine. Uh, I'm sorry that the cardioversion didn't work as well, but uh, at least you're still with us. And yeah. yeah, sorry, you can grow. You can use the gingiva that you grow to seed your new foreskin that you're trying to grow back. There you go. There you go. For a stem cell <laughs> transplant. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I got a real shitty letter in the mail yesterday. Oh, okay. What's the worst letter you can get in the mail? Hmm. Uh, you now have to forfeit all your possessions. I don't. I know, know. I don't yeah. Eh. No. Not. No, I was thinking like probably worse letter you could get in the mail would be, um, hey, I'm your child and you didn't know about me. That's probably oh, a one. That, that that's that's so up there. Maybe not the worst letter you could get in the mail. The second worst letter you could get in the mail is fucking jury duty. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean jury? Is it online? Uh-huh. Like, what is this? Like how? Yeah. Like, no fucking full all out U.S. district court for the Texas region, whatever. Uh-huh. Full all out, like report at 745 a.m. in two weeks. Okay. They give you two weeks notice. Are you fucking kidding me? So is this the first time you've you've gotten this in the mail? It's, it's the first time... S- s- uh, I remember having jury duty right after I opened my practice. It's like the first month I had my practice. And remember being like, this is fucking great. Like, Uh let me knock this out now. And I won't have to do it for a long time. Well, the fucking bell has told. Yeah. And, uh, and it is time for me. Did you do the, the duty back then? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I was, I just opened my practice like that month. I had nothing to do. (laughs) It's like an empty schedule. So I I did it back then. It was just there for, you know, two, a third, two thirds of a day. And they're like, all right, we don't need you. You're going to go home. Um, and it was like, all right, duty done. Um, I, I, so I applied for a, um, deferment. Okay. Yeah. You got to give me more than two weeks. Like I've got, I looked at the day and it's like I've got three sedations that day. Yeah, like I people have taken off of work. They're like lined up rides. Uh huh. You know, like I, you got to give me more than literally ten business days. Like I just can't do it. Uh huh. Um. So who knows what they'll say? 
Um, well, I then said, I then pulled like the medical, like, uh, maybe been around COVID, you know, <laughs> it's like the world's greatest get out of jail. Free it card. seems to be working quite a bit. My schedule will testify that people are using that get out of jail yeah, free absolutely. card all the time. We when had- I, when I did it, they, uh, they reassigned me six months later. And then, um, I got a, something in the mail, like two weeks in advance saying, Hey, we, we have too many. You don't bother. And I got taken out. Great. So. Awesome. I just like, so when I, the other thing that happened when I first opened my practice was at the time it was, it was me, somebody at the front and then a dental assistant. So like a business assistant and dental assistant. Okay. Within like the first two years of my practice being open, I did jury duty right away. And then the front desk lady got jury duty and she got put on a fucking murder trial Oh God! for three weeks. <laughs> And like you can't fire somebody because they're serving jury no, duty. No, you can't. So I we had to like, you know, it wasn't I didn't have the ability to like shuffle people around. I had no people to fucking shuffle. Yeah. And I was like and I was so mad at her, like, sure. How do you get picked? <laughs> how like how do you yeah. not know to say some shit when you're getting interviewed? Yeah. Right? Like that's what everybody knows that. You just say some like shit your grandma would say. Yeah, that, 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 that. How do you get picked? I, I yeah, you, you played that one wrong. You got to go in there full extreme one way or the other so that one attorney doesn't want you. Can I borrow your MAGA hat for my uh, yeah. jury duty day? Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that works. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to want to pick me. No. Um, Although you're yeah, in Texas, so. so- it might get you. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I have a feeling. Um, I just, you know, I, it depends on who is, who are the attorneys and who's picking what and, okay. and all of that. But um, yeah, I, I just, you know, no offense. Like, I don't mind doing my, uh, uh, what is it, civil duty? Is that what we yeah, call it? Yeah, civic responsibility. Right. I don't yeah. mind doing that. Just you have to give me a fucking heads up. Yeah, that like, would be nice. Tell me, you know, hey, we're going to put you on uh, April 17th. Great. Cool. I'll mark it out now. Plenty of time. No problem. But you can't give me, to, especially at the end of the year, like people are cramming in stuff, yeah. you know, like, yeah. Uh, so uh, I was just irritated, irritated with that. Yeah. I don't blame you. Um, I sold a car tonight. Not your man in Ginobili. No, okay. no. We, we have this like third weekend car. Okay. And uh it's like a it's like a 3-year-old BMW like base model convertible. Okay. Um it's just to drive around in when the weather's nice. So pretty much opposite of Seattle time. Yeah. Seattle time convertibles probably what like May through September. Uh 3 days between those days. <laughs> <laughs> in Texas it's like October until June, May, somewhere in there like wow. that's convertible time. Um, so huh. it's just weekends and stuff like that. I'll throw the dogs in the back and, yeah. and drive around, go to the, you know, go wherever. Yeah. And, uh, so I, we weren't really looking for anything, but somehow I str- stumbled across a, uh, Audi RS five convertible Ooh. from a few years ago at like a mm-hmm. ridiculously good price online in Atlanta. Um, and so like we're, I have a deposit down on it. We're buying that. And so I had done like the Kelly blue book, like, all right, let me see what this BMW is worth. Uh-huh. Did the Kelly blue book thing. And it was like 28,000, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and then it said like, click here. If you want an instant cash offer from Kelly blue book, Kelly mm. blue book. Yeah, huh. sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. So I click on it and it comes up and it says 20, we'll give you $21,000. Like, what the fuck happened to your value, yeah. Kelly Blue Book? Yeah. Like, what, if you're not standing behind your value, then what value does your value have? That's weird. So then I guess what they do is they sell that lead to car dealerships that buy uh, those leads, right? Okay. So I got a call the next day from several people trying to buy the car, um, one of which was uh, happened to be uh, this little outfit that's like around the corner from my office. So I took it over there tonight and they lowered it. They were like, oh yeah, no, it's not even worth that much. Oh God. And I was like, <laughs> all right. Like, I'll give you, you know, 10 bucks and a bucket of chips. Right. It was, you know, it was that kind of deal. 
it was you could very easily tell that it was uh-huh. like that. Okay. It's like, all right, thanks anyway, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I was driving on the way home and I see this car dealership that's like literally, I don't know, a mile from my house uh-huh. called Echo Park. And I see it and it's like buy, sell, trade, used cars. Okay. Um, and so I pull in and it has kind of like this sign on the side of the building is like cars that are one to four years old in good condition. That's like that's their deal. Okay. So I pull in and I'm like, hey, uh I, you know, kind of looking to sell this car, you know, just wanted to get a quote. Um, and so they come back a little later and they're like 28. I'm like, yeah, done. Whatever. Like, where do I find? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, the, I, I was just like pissed at Kelly blue book for like having this value that yeah. they're supposed to say is like the, the value. And then like, Oh yeah, but no, 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 no. I mean, it's not actually worth that. Yeah. It's like baseball cards, like the King Griffey jr. Rookie card, uh-huh. you know, that was supposed to like pay for people to go to college. You can uh-huh. get it on eBay now for like $35. Yeah. What the fuck happened? Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, who knows? I don't understand all that. Well, answer this is an advice show. Sometimes we answer your questions. Do we? <laughs> we answer <laughs> questions. We find on, you were making a face. It's always oh, like, well, what is your face? <laughs> we, we answer questions. We find <laughs> on all those neat little little Facebook groups. Your, your face was literally like skeptical that we answer their questions. <laughs> Okay. Like you're in on the ruse, Lance. I need you to at least Son have some faith in this. <laughs> I knew we shouldn't have added cameras. <laughs> we answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to tell dentists and dental team members of their own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? Fuck no. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the best letter to get in the mail? Because we all know that a letter from Gordon Christensen saying that he is actually your father is the greatest letter of all time. We want the questions that Rella Christensen has to answer because she would be involved in that whole conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Question one, listener Gene asks, am I the douchebag? My last exam tonight was... (laughs) Thanks. Was on a new patient. 30-something-year-old gentleman came in with the chief complaint that he was overdue for cleaning. They had some occasional sensitivity to hot and cold on the lower left side. I diagnosed 13, count them, lucky number 13, a baker's dozen of cavities, most of which were small to moderate-sized, but the cause of his sensitivity was 17, which had deep decay. I advised him it needs to be removed, referred him to OS because the roots were dilacerated, Uh, And I have no openings until late December. After I finished up with him, I returned to my operative patient. Within five minutes, the hygienist came back to me to let me know he was asking for a prescription for Percocet 5 per 325. And that's in quotes. So that's what the hygienist said he asked for. Wow. I immediately stopped and told her, absolutely not. I'm not prescribing a new patient narcotics after nothing but a cleaning and initial exam. He apparently asked again because the front desk wrote a a chat note to which I responded, tell him to find a new dentist. I won't prescribe that. He can GTFO. Lance, what does GTFO stands for? Get the fuck out. At the end of the day, I told the office manager to send him a dismissal letter. She wants me to give him the benefit of the doubt and continue seeing him because she saw dollar signs when she saw the treatment plan of 13 cavities. But all I see is a drug-seeking headache, and I don't have the time for that garbage. Am I being unreasonable here? Or should I give him a second chance? Thanks, cheese bags. Lance, is she being unreasonable? No, but I probably w- wouldn't have gone straight to the dismissal. Um, I certainly wouldn't give the drugs, but I, I probably uh, would draw it out a little bit longer. Because I've had people that were had been dealing with the pain, managing the pain, finally got in, and I didn't address their pain. So I would go down the road of the two Tylenol, two ibuprofen uh, until we get you until you get seen by the specialist or something like that. But um, but it's absolutely a red flag if they're already saying I want the Percocet five of three twenty five. That's a pretty specific. It's like the people that pretend they can't pronounce dilated. <laughs> Uh, that didn't Percocet didn't work for me, but that Dila Di Di Dila did. Yeah, yeah. I'm not familiar with that one. <laughs> um, I 
I, I, I think the best dentists um, in the world prescribe uh, narcotics and diet pills after things like Invisalign and cleanings and things like that, right? <laughs> well, well, if you shoot from the hip and have, you know, and you let Jesus take the wheel, Jesus takes the wheel, delivering the or pizza, the handpiece, or yeah, yeah. uh huh, and delivers that pizza right on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thirty minutes, and then less. apparently sues people. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, yes, there, there is no, there's no situation where you're in front of a attorney mm-hmm. deposition, yeah. uh, DEA agent. Although I don't know if DA really does stuff like this, um, state board investigator, any authority figure. Uh-huh. Where they're looking at your chart and it was like, you know, procedure, profi exam, RX given, Percocet. Like that's going to be a a, yeah. bri- a far bridge to cross in the eyes of any right. uh, authoritarian figure. Um, so that eight, like before we even get into like the patient completely identifying yeah. the, the name, the brand name and dosage. What, um, just playing devil's I, advocate though. What if, if someone came in, they had a toothache, it's obvious that the tooth was probably causing pain, uh, yeah. fistula and all that kind of stuff. You don't have time to, to address it. Mm-hmm. Do you prescribe then? Not Percocet. Yeah, I'm probably still not doing. No, I mean either. it's like yeah. a Motrin, you know, antibiotics. Yeah, maybe a Medrol dose pack. Uh huh. Motrin 800 and like 10 tablets of Tylenol three. If you look at, so do you guys have like the portal where you can look at uh-huh. your history and you and you can also pull up a patient as well if you want, like yeah. you know their name and date of birth or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you look at my history. I I bet I prescribed a Norco. It's not even Percocet. Uh-huh. I bet I prescribed. 10 tablets of Norcola this year in 2020. Oh, really? Yeah. It's just like, I just don't ever prescribe it anymore. Um, It's got to be some serious shit for me to get into that. And um, I, you know, I think you can handle most things, especially like this, you know, let's say it's abscess, deep decay, and it's an abscess, Um, you know, some amoxicillin. Well, and I, I, I often wonder about the pain levels and things. Cause like I, I did a Chrome surgery on a guy I'm filleting the gums back. I'm trimming the yeah. bone down and I prescribe narcotics just cause like, shit, this, this looks sideways. And then you see him the next day and he's like, no, yeah, I didn't need it at all. Well, probably low level of inflammation to start. Right. Yeah. Right. At, at least some like no, you know, no presence of abscess and things yeah. like, that. like that. Those are all things I think that, that, modulate the, the, the pain issues and, and, and pain receptors and all of that. Yeah. Um, I just, there's, I just, there's no situation in which I, I, in my entire career, I've never written for Percocet in my entire career. Really? Okay. Never once. I think I've done it like five times. Maybe I just don't like, I'm not sure what I would have to do. Like some of that Corey Glenn shit where he does like implants in the guy's fucking ears, uh-huh. you know, like yeah. I, even then, like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It just, I, that's, it's, that is never a place that I'm going to go. Um, and I actually think there's a lot of oral surgeons that are getting to that point now. I, do you know how many people I talk to that like had, um, a hip replacement or a knee replacement and they got like Motrin 800 and five Tylenol three for fucking hip replacement. Really? Hmm. I mean, it's just like, it's, it, there just isn't, I think when, when oxy's used now. Mm-hmm. It just seems like it's almost all in, inpatient. It's almost all going to be in the hospital. It's almost all going to be, yeah. you know, either an IV drip or you know, given by a nurse. It, it just, I just don't see people actually writing for Percocet anymore. Yeah, I. It's been a long time since I have. I, I know that I have, but yeah, over twenty-two years, probably one hand. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean. Uh, that just wouldn't be indicated for this procedure. Right. So I, you know, you're not a douchebag for not doing that. Um, I think the question more along the lines revolved about, is she a douchebag for asking her front desk to dismiss him for asking for, and it says in quotes, I, I, you know, 
It says in quotes, Percocet five milligrams per 325. Yeah. If a patient ever asks me for a name brand or like, or knows the name hydrocodone yeah. or Percocet or anything like that and knows a strength, knows a dosage, it's like, yeah, that, that's certainly red, red flag. flags are dinging. I um, did have a patient just read actually just a couple days ago. A uh, new patient wants a bunch of work, root tips, teeth are broken, a uh, couple periapical lucencies, and, um, Asked for a prescription after the exam, and uh, but I made a referral to the endodontist. Uh, he'd asked the front desk, didn't ask me, so I, I uh, didn't have to. I sidestepped that one. Had made an appointment to go see the endodontist, didn't go, no showed on him, and so he called to, to find. I came back in for a consultation. We had had a lot to kind of go over his X-rays and photos. Yeah, and like why didn't you fucking show up to your consultation? Oh, and then then well, he showed up to ours. And then he says, right. oh, and I have pain. I said, oh, I thought you, when you saw the endodontist, and he goes, oh, I made the appointment, but I didn't go. I'm like, why didn't you go? It, it's So red flags are going off everywhere. We He then asks my hygienist for some. Then he asked up front. And, and um, when, he's, when you say he's asking for something, he's just asking for a prescription yeah, or he's asking he's, he's for He's not name brand. Specific. No, he's okay. not specific. Just something something for my pain. So then we called uh, the endodontist to find out, did he actually go? Did you get call in a script or give him a script or what happened? And um, But he ended up, we, we actually wrote one, we're ready for him to come back and get. But he then ended up going to the endodontist and they gave him meds there. And so he never showed up to come pick up the prescription. But then that's when I made, I went online to look it up to see if this guy's, you know, history of things and, and he wasn't on it. So it was like, Oh, he had all the red flags, but not, not all the way. So that's where I'd send Jean before she dismisses a guy. Uh-huh. I would send her to like, I don't, I think she's in New Jersey. Okay. Um, I don't know if every state has that. More and more, it it seems pretty almost ubiquitous at this point. I think in Texas, according to the letter of the law, Mm -hmm. if you're going to write a prescription for any amount of any narcotic, you have to look the patient up before you write the prescription. Oh, really? Okay. That's what it says. I mean, that's, you know, I don't know what percentage of people are doing that. Yeah, I'd be curious. Here's the deal. I mean, I think I have a, I think I have a decent nose for it. Yeah. I worked in a pharmacy for, I don't know, what, six years. Um, So I feel like I have a decent nose. That's such a bullshit thing. Like (laughs) I worked in a pharmacy, but Uh I just feel like I, I can just tell by um, words, like just how the patient speaks, how the patient talks. Yeah. You can, you just pick up, there's just signs that, that they give off that they can't help but give off. Yeah. I think this is definitely one, but in today's day and age, you can look them up. Yeah. So look him up. Here's the thing though. Like she's booked until December. Does she need these fucking 13 fillings? Like, do you really want to do 13 direct restorations on one guy? Yeah. And so what, all right. So he's bitching and moaning about pain. You haven't even put a handpiece to him. Uh-huh. Once you touch him with the handpiece, now it's a whole different relationship. It's even worse. Because now it's like, oh, you caused my pain. Like uh-huh. I'm having sensitivity or pain on this tooth, uh-huh. not the one, you know, right now you can claim like, I didn't, this, this isn't me. You know, if you need oxy, if you need Percocet, you need to go to the emergency room or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, but once you touch them with a the handpiece, like you can't really do that. That's true. So that's yeah. my red flag. It's not like the same money. It's not that, I mean, once you touch him with a handpiece. Yeah. If this is his deal, he's going to be turning these screws on you. Yeah. Well, and the other option is is fine. Write the script. Give him three. Enough to get to the to the specialist. Yeah. Um, I, so I, I have I have a good relationship with with pretty much every specialist that I work with. Uh huh. And and what I mean by that is I, I have a good example. Um, I had a guy yesterday comes in. Um. It, father of of a good patient he's an okay patient he's okay. you know um an older guy kind of a west texas guy okay i'd seen him a year ago he split number 12 he said he wanted an implant so i sent him to the oral surgeon like hey you know i'm kind of backed up today you get it out you get it ready if it looks like it's good for an immediate throw it in if not you know graft it whatever well, it turns out they just took it out. They didn't even graft it. It's like, oh, fuck, I could have done that, yeah. you know? So great. 
but cool. Well, so he comes in yesterday and he split number three in half. And so much so that the amalgam, part of the amalgam that was in the occlusal is now in the pulp chamber, right? Like on the x-ray, you take the bite wing, you look at the bite wing from a year ago. There's yeah. no amalgam in the pulp chamber. You look at the bite wing today. There's amalgam in the pulp chamber because wow. he, he split his tooth in half and took some amalgam down there. So he split this tooth in half. It's number three. He's already weakened on the left. He's got, he's got the right. Um, and I'm like, dude, you have to get an implant this time. Um, and the surgeon that I work with is pretty, especially in like a, a, a case like this where there's not an abscess, the tooth is already sectioned basically for you. Um, and so, you know, you're going to have some pretty good inner reticular bone, you know? to, to, to maybe sink a, a immediate into. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, all right, let me get you over to the oral surgeon. You know, if I call the front desk of the oral surgeon, I know what I'm going to get. Oh, he's booked up for two weeks. But if I call Adam, like Adam's going to make it happen. Sure. Right. Yeah. And so that's what happened. Like Adam made it happen. So another alternative is, is for Gene is like, Hey, Oh, you're like, you're in that much pain that you researched pain meds and and think this is what you need, you know, kind of giving them the benefit of the doubt. Right. Let me call the oral surgeon for you and let me get you in tomorrow. Yeah. And then like you said, like here's one tablet, here's, uh-huh. here's four Tylenol three, whatever, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, if that's the case, let's say he is drug seeking. Okay. And he goes to the oral surgeon. He's going to know that he's got to get the tooth out to get the drugs. Yeah. At that point, he's the oral surgeon. Like the oral surgeon yeah. is his mark, not you. Exactly. And the oral surgeon will probably pick up on it pretty quick. And the oral surgeon will let you know if you're getting, pl- if he was getting played or not, or she was getting played. Uh huh. And then you don't have to deal with it. Yep. Like that's, that's like, <laughs> that's one that's of the, the reasons. Sweet spot. Just yeah. let someone else deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, lo- I love when, um, they've gone to the endodontist. Now they have post op pain and they call me. Yeah. I'm like, no, they treated no, you. They're the ones that will manage you. Right. And get off the phone. Because see, they're specialists. Like they make yeah. more than we do for stuff. For that Sponsor. extraction it that I would get 184, they're going to get 244. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus of fucking CBCT and, and sedation and all that yeah. shit. And they're like, they're the ones that are going to deal with it. And so if he's drug seeking, before you get to those 13 cavities, the oral surgeon will have sniffed it out. Yeah. Because they're good at that. They're really They really good are. Yeah. So so I would have picked up the phone and just, I would have called the oral surgeon like, hey, man, I got a guy who's like dying from number 17. Is there any way you could get this guy in tomorrow? And then let all that shit work its way out. Yeah. Last thing I want to do is fucking put a handpiece yeah. to this guy. Yeah. When I was at the emergency clinic, we used to have people that would come in. And they would say that they had a toothache on a tooth. And you're looking uh-huh. at the tooth and there's like nothing wrong with it. Um, and you're like, God, is it cracked? Like, how do, you know, is it cracked tooth syndrome? They, they split it, uh-huh. you know? And, and there were multiple times I'm like, well, I mean, there's no other pathology. It has to be cracked, right? If you're in this much pain. Right. And then you take it out and there'd be no crack. Yeah. And then you like, that's, that's about the time you'd realize like, fuck. Yeah. They just did this to get pain meds, and so like they they they, all, they will sef- they will definitely sacrifice a tooth uh-huh. Uh-huh. to get a fix if that's their deal. Yeah. So just let the oral surgeon handle that, or look them up on your provide on your you know uh, uh, we call it a PMP. Yeah, I don't know what that's that what stands we, for. Uh, uh, what is PMP? Prescription management protocol, or is that what it is? Something like that. I think we should have uh, like a advertising campaign so that all the physicians and dentists and pharmacists and veterinarians know about PMP and they should uh, do a, a spoof music video and make it the PMP music factory. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Uh, you first. Uh, <laughs> hold on. I'm still trying to figure out what PMP stands for. Uh, prescription monitoring program. There we go. Um, what did CC Music Factory sing? Uh, make make you, sweat. you sweat and yeah. Oh, everybody dance now. Yeah. I like, what do you call it when you just take pain pills? It's not like huffing or snorting. 
um, swallowing. <laughs> so you could just do like everybody swallow now. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Um, spits or swallows. Nobody spits out Percocet, man. They really don't. Do do people snort Percocet? Oh, I think you, they might. Can you snort an opioid? I think I saw a movie, someone doing that, but I, I don't know if that was just because the joke would be, well, why the fuck are you snorting it? When you- yeah, I don't know. I, I, when was the last time you took an opioid? Opioid, opiate. <sighs> long ago. I It's been yeah, a while. It's been a long time. I, I do not like them, but makes, I have a friend who's- Makes who's my skin itch. Recovery. Yeah. yeah, it gives me weird, weird dreams, like nightmares. Mm. Um, I have a friend, it's not Alan Mead. I have a friend who um, has been through treatment for opiates. Uh-huh. Um, and, and he told me that um, it's euphoria when he takes it. Huh. It's like his, his brain gives him a euphoric reaction to opiates. And I'm like, that's not what I Yeah, do. I'm not getting that. So it's, it's very obvious that we have a different genetic... Yeah, my skin he feels has a funny. Different receptor, and yeah. I, uh, I I get tired and sleepy, but can't get to sleep. I do love a fucking benzo, though, man. Oh, that, that that'll benzo. that'll work. That gets I nice love a benzo. Sleep, but it's time. just like I just love that it makes me sleep well. Yeah, that's really, it. it's I love the sleep that I get from a benzo. Yeah, that's probably a better way to put it. Yeah. Um, I just opiates are not my deal, and so I just think there's people who just have the gene mm-hmm. that when they take an opiate, it's just like irresistible. So when yeah. people say like addiction isn't, you know, that when stupid people say that addiction isn't a medical, you know, isn't a disease, yeah, it, you know that it's a choice or whatever. It's just such bullshit because it's just obvious. Like that's the the plainest day right there. When my friend tells me that it gives me euphoria like uh-huh. nothing else I've ever felt in my life. And when my experience from taking a Norco or a, a, a Vicodin or a Lortab or whatever is like, mm-hmm. m- makes me feel horrible. There's obvious that we just have different genetic reactions to that. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I'm glad that I don't have that, but I get yeah. a yeah. euphoric reaction from eating uh, a Whataburger with Whataburger. cheese and, and French fries. So that'll do it. Maybe I'd be better off at the fucking Percocet. Maybe. Jones. Yeah. No, Gene, you're not a douchebag. I dismiss this guy too. Would you, yeah. what would you have done? Um, He's definitely. I look on, him up on the PMC. Yeah, he's then, definitely on the, there was on the any path. It's yeah. Path to getting booted, but I probably wouldn't be booting right then. But it would be soon. I just don't like seeing dollar signs over thirteen fucking direct, like thirteen yeah. crowns. Like now we can talk. Thirteen, 13 crowns, direct sure. restorations. Yeah, I, I might be I taking the Percocet shit. myself to have yeah, it put probably. up. Jeez, I got fucking thirteen fillings. One for you, that. one yeah. for me. Yeah, one for you, one exactly. for me. Exactly. Exactly. Be a rad business plan. Uh, I'll I'll do all your direct restorations only if we can share some Percocet. <laughs> that sounds like a Marshall, Texas thing. Uh, we better don't get sued, Lance. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try not Question to. Question two. Reddit user Jeremy69 <laughs> asks, do you think getting braces would help me get a girlfriend? I'm 21, so kind of old for braces, but my teeth aren't very good. So I was just wondering whether getting braces and straightening them out has gotten anyone else a girlfriend or gotten them laid. And if so, please let me know, as I'm hoping it would help me too. Thanks, Jeremy. (laughs) He signed his fucking name on Reddit, which just reminds me of... uh, (laughs) <laughs> yes exactly it reminds me of uh do you remember when when farty chris hoffpower used to like sign like put doc, doc. at the end of his fucking <laughs> yeah. stupid posts uh-huh. what an idiot uh-huh. what a fucking idiot <laughs> yeah. yeah um will getting braces help him get a girlfriend i doubt it it's your personality asshole <laughs> we'll get into that okay. in just a second because i just looked at something <laughs> uh-oh um, and I think you're right. Um, <laughs> this seems like an old school mentality, yeah. Of like the like having a girlfriend being the ultimate goal. You know what I mean? Now, I I have had people that after treatment, then they report back, you know, at, at a cleaning or something, going, "Oh my god, I get so much action now." I and you're like, that's see, that's where I'm getting to. Yeah, there's a difference between saying I get so much action now and 
I have a girlfriend now. Uh huh. Those are two very different things. Yeah. Yeah. And I do have one guy who just this, the shyest, nerdiest engineer from Boeing. He had a big old diastema. He looked like a hillbilly, gave a new smile. Now he's married with a kid and just, it's just, it's cool to hear those stories. So yes and no. Um, so here's the thing. This guy's 21 years old. Uh huh. What the fuck do you want a girlfriend? Yeah, no shit. Why should the post should say, do you think getting braces would help me smash some strange off of Tinder? You're fucking 21. What? How hard why are is you that? so concerned about being in a fucking relate, like committed relationship? Yeah, exactly. Like, why is that? Like, are you a 14 year old girl where that is your goal? Like at 21, you should have one thing on your mind. Will I be able to Just, get a mortgage? In, in a yeah, exactly. That's like what he's like. <laughs> That should you shouldn't be worried about like what your fucking credit score is in twenty one. The only thing you should be worrying about is like where are you going to get your dick wet. Like yeah. that's it's that's, it. Like what are you? Th- yeah. <laughs> yeah. What that's just such a this this is a very like this was sort of a nineties like sitcom like Boy Meets World. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where like the goal just whatever is just a girlfriend. I need a girlfriend. Any girlfriend doesn't yeah. matter who a girlfriend. Not a good one, just a girlfriend. And the re- like the reason for that was because there weren't like Tinder apps or yeah. grinder apps or what you know, I, that kid yeah. from Boy Meets World, pretty sure he was gay, so he would have probably been a grinder, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Was it was it Corey? Yeah, or was Corey the good-looking one? I don't know. It was Topanga was the girlfriend, right? Yeah, yeah. Which I come on. There's there's no one in the fucking world named Topanga. That's not a real name. No. Um. Corey is Ben Savage. Okay. Who's the little kid? Yeah. And his best friend Sean Hunter. Sean, yeah. Get this though. All right. So get. Guess the name of the actor who played Sean Hunter on Boy Meets World. So Sean Hunter in and of itself is like a a TV show name. Okay. The name of the actor is Ryder Strong. (laughs) Jesus. R-I-D-E-R. Ryder Strong. Ryder Long and Hard. Yeah. (laughs) It's not his dream. Oh, my God. His fucking middle name is King. Oh, my. Ryder King Strong. Wow. How did I not know this? His brother's name is Shiloh Strong. Oh, God. All right. This kid was born in 1979, so he's not like your typical, like, this hmm. isn't millennial parents. That right. This is right. like parents that are like, eh, your well, age. Ahead of the curve. Probably not your age, but uh, the, no, older than you. Yeah. His parents are older than you. Yeah, slightly younger than mine. they named their fucking kid Ryder Strong. Ryder King Strong. Where's he from? Is it from some commie Just compound? Guess. Yeah, guess. Humboldt what's County? The, what's, what's the liberalist city in the in the entire country? Well, Humboldt County in Northern California is pretty... San Francisco. Is that, is, is, is that where... Is San Francisco and Humboldt County or is it... No, Humboldt's uh, further north, two hours north of San Francisco, okay. but... No, same straight idea. up San Fran. Okay. Straight up San Fran. There you go. Now, fucking uh, that kid, Sean. Uh huh. I mean, I'm I have a staunch record of heterosexuality. Uh huh. But from like a teen heartthrob deal. Oh yeah. You've got like uh, who? Yeah, you, you had the fucking kid from Tool Time. What was that kid? He had uh, three names. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, and then you got the other three name guy, Mark Paul Gosler. Yeah. Right? From Say by the Bell. This the fucking Sean. Yeah. It's a little, a little bit all right back in in the teenage years. Back in the day, there. Cover, I, I never thought Topanga was hot. Yeah, for sure, definitely Tiger Beat material. Topanga never thought was hot. Strange look on Topanga. Yeah, she had that cute girl next door kind of thing. But like, cute at eleven, but like can tell like this isn't going to yeah. age well. Yeah. I wonder what she looks like now. I got to see her now. Um, let's see who she is. I I did not think we'd be talking about Topanga. Yeah, who knew? <laughs> Danielle Fischel. Um, yeah. you know, I mean, she it's not aged poorly, but uh-huh. it's also I mean, she just looks like yes. a thirty nine year old woman. Yeah, yeah. 
she just looks like a 39 year old woman. Um, she's married and divorced and she's married again. Oh, wow. She, she married a guy named Jensen Carp. <laughs> um, okay. And Jensen Carp, it goes by the stage name of Hot Carl. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the fuck is happening? We got Shiloh. His cousin, Cleveland Steamer. Yeah. I think I've heard of Hot Carl before. Before. Yeah. Isn't that the cellophane over the mouth and they shit in your mouth and it, you don't. I'm saying too much. <laughs> no, I've heard of the character Hot Carl. Okay. Um, it's like, a, I think it's, um, I think it's like a, uh, like Facebook or YouTube like character. There's like, like a Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, a Hot Carl. Oh God. This is from Urban Dictionary. Is to excrete fecal matter into a sock and then hit a person in the face with the sock. <laughs> you mean oh Friday? <laughs> <laughs> All I can think of is there was a one of the, I was watching the Celebrity Jeopardies after <laughs> Alex Trebek and Sean Connery died, uh-huh. and there was a point where Will Ferrell was playing Alex Trebek and Sean Connery did some shit, and 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 he goes, and the show has reached a new low, and I feel like that's where we're at with Hot Carl. <laughs> Who knew we could get that low? <laughs> Who knew? Gina. Shorty got low, 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 <laughs> low, low, low. Um, where the fuck did we take that turn off of? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so Boy Meets World, and okay. he, all he wanted was a girlfriend. Uh-huh. That was like a very 90s thing, but I just feel like this generation should not, like that's, why is that anyone's goal? That nah. just seems like a very weird. Yeah. Although he does say, you know, <laughs> would it help me get laid? Yeah. Yeah. Well, braces have never, bra- like, while you're in orthodontics, has never helped or never gotten any right. Laid. At least a man. Nope. Nope. It's when they're done that now we. That's when, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So let's say, let's say he's two years of ortho, then he's 23. That's still too young. You should still just be slaying at that yeah. point. Um, one of the other people on Reddit said, lots of people with bad teeth get laid. Uh, <laughs> I guess exactly. it's, I'm assuming that's true because I see people with bad teeth all the time that, that you know, mm-hmm. apparently it's, it's not restraining their ability to procreate. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure it probably wouldn't hurt. Here's my thing though. Here's what's not going to help you get a girlfriend. Um, this is his post history. Uh oh. In the in the subreddit of confessions. <laughs> and okay. that quote, Lance. I think Kamala Harris is really sexy. I like Latina girls. <laughs> and I also think she looks really good and white. And I would definitely have sex with her. Comment if you would too. I think this could be why he doesn't have a girlfriend. Yeah. The fact that he's going on the subreddit of confessions and uh, saying, wrongly identifying the race of yeah. vice president-elect as a yeah. Latina, which I don't believe that she is. She, I don't believe, is. No. And then saying how much he would like to have sex with her. <laughs> every every response is, she's not Latina. <laughs> and All then right. there's a few uh, AOC uh, jumping in on AOC. Like, okay. really, if you're into Latinas, why aren't you in on AOC? Right. Um, <laughs> a, a, a mere day after this, he goes on the subreddit of Ask Women to ask, how do you feel about Kamala Harris? Wow. wow. Uh, and then <laughs> an even better one, four days ago, in the subreddit of Home Theater, what kind of setup would you recommend for creating a not safe for work home theater? <laughs> wow. Okay. <clears throat> he should just get his teeth straightened. And you think, and <laughs> would, just when you think it couldn't get any worse, Lance. Okay. In the subreddit of Fedora, would anyone like to compare collections? 
I have yeah, a fedora collection I'm pretty I'd like sure. to possibly compare with some other fedora wares and maybe talk about where to buy from. Feel free to PM me. Yeah, I don't think straight teeth are going to help. <laughs> no. no. Listen, we've had some real dog meat Reddit post histories. Yeah. We've had some straight garbage. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is right up there. This might be the worst. <laughs> this is there. Between between I'm super into Latinas, I think Kamala Harris is hot. Uh-huh. To how do you feel about Kamala Harris? To <laughs> what's your best home porn theater setup? To would you like to compare fedora collections? collections. Yeah. Yeah. Collections it's, of fedoras. Yeah, this is Yeah, he's that's a tall order a to get this look. guy. Yeah. This is a very, <laughs> this is the definition of a tough look. Um, I don't think straight teeth are going to help him. No. To be honest with you. If, no. if if he's going, showing up on a date in a fedora from his collection, uh-huh. vast collection. Vast collection. But with straight teeth. After, and with, with or without straight teeth. Then after dinner, taking them back home <laughs> so they can wash some... Fucking <laughs> Captain Stabbin or Bang Bus or some shit on his fucking home theater <laughs> while he's asking the the ladies how they feel about Kamala Harris. I just don't think that date's going to turn into a relationship. Yeah. You know? Well, the hot Carl is coming right behind on that one. So <laughs> it's, he's going to. He deserves to be hot Carl. <laughs> the hottest of Carls. Uh huh. He deserved to be, he deserves to be hot Carled by Carl Malone. There you go. <laughs> which is. That's like that's a big sock number one. That's gonna leave a mark, and that's gonna like that's a big duke and a big sock. Uh-huh. The hot Carl Malone. Oh yeah, is is what that is. Um, the mailman always delivers. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> hot Carl. <laughs> oh God! Huh. Wow, what an absolute piece of human garbage, Jeremy sixty nine is. I think so. I think so. Jesus Christ. Um, I, I didn't even go over like the stuff that he's posted on other people's threads. Oh. Um, oh, let me see if I can find one. Oh, just like really creepy come ons on like selfie subreddits. Mm. Really, really creepy. Um, yeah, very tough, very tough look. Yeah. Very, very tough look. Um, Lance, that's going to do it for tonight. Okay. I think we should end it on the uh, mental image of Carl Malone (laughs) giving this guy a hug, Carl. That's as good a time as any. (laughs) Share this with your friends. You got any Utah jazz friends, fans of the Utah jazz, uh, who, you know, are still talking about the greatness of Carl Malone. Uh, share this with them. You have any friends who are super into Boy Meets World? Uh, if you know Mr. Feeney, tell them about the show. Uh, that's how we grow the show. One new Feeney at a time. Uh, be sure and rate us. Uh, what's your favorite number, Lance? Big fan of five. I think uh, John Stockton wore number five. Sure. <laughs> I, I, I have no it, idea. I think it's 12. Okay. Um, uh, hit us up with a rating on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play. Uh, if you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Uh, hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all of the social bullshits. Social Facebook, bullshits. Working Interferences, Josh and Lance. Funny shit for dentists and dental team members. Uh, Twitter at Winterferences, Instagram at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram at DR Timmerman DMD. I can be found on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. Mash that follow button. Uh, Lance, uh, tell us about your song. Do you know the name Albert Hammond Jr.? I do not. He is the guitarist for um, The Strokes. Oh, okay. I do know The Strokes. And he teamed up with The Struts for a song called Another Hit of Showmanship. Okay. And The Struts are from England, as you would imagine. Uh, So it's kind of a cross-pond collaboration for a song that came out uh, just a couple months ago. And um, the struts, similar sound of like that early 2000s rock to yeah. the strokes or yeah, just kind of coincidence of the names are kind of similar. 
uh, more coincidence. I think the name would be more of a, a coincidence, but the 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 style. Um, it's, it's just they're, typical rock. Yeah, the struts genre on Google is glam rock. Yeah, there are times where you hear maybe some Freddie Mercury in them. Um, but is that what glam rock is? Glam would be Bowie's glam era, Gary Glitter, the over the top okay. showman type. Yeah, the Strokes genre is post punk revival. Okay, it seems pretty specific. Yeah. Who's like? I, I, all right, so this this is what it shows as um, post punk revival bands: Interpol, huh. Franz Ferdinand, The Killers, okay. The Strokes, and Block Party. So basically, any band from like 2002 mm-hmm. to 2006 is kind of what I like. Any rock band from that, like that's that seems like Arcade Fire, uh-huh. Arctic Monkeys, yeah, yeah. I that, can that all sort of seems like it's like it's or the Black Keys. Like uh-huh. that's all of that. I, I wonder if White Stripes would even be. Yeah, I could see that. Considered it, yeah. Um, I, that's such a like that is such a tight time period. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like British invasion is like whatever, 17 years. Yeah. You know, <laughs> this is like uh-huh. literally like you can count it in fucking months, you know, just about um, interesting. So they just, the names sound pretty similar. Yeah. And this song just came out. It's pretty recent. Yeah. Very good. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing it because I do like the strokes and I've never heard the struts and I love sluts. So there you go. <laughs> even better. So all the S words are great. Um, for Lance Timmerman, I'm Josh Austin. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags. I don't feel human. I can't decide who the man is and the mirror living stay blind I'm feeling clueless don't know what's right mama didn't raise no sinner I'm not acting kind I'm sick and faded but I'm alright so bored and jaded croissant Stop.